Hey everybody, Brad Stevens here, founder and CEO of Outsource Access. We help companies redefine how they scale with offshore affordable staff from the Philippines. Congrats to all fellow winners of the 2023 Real Leaders Impact Awards. We are proud to be among you. About 10 years ago, I woke up to a major growth problem in my last business. Cash was tight, staff was overwhelmed, and tasks were not getting done. Then I discovered the world of offshore virtual staff in the Philippines where English is their second language, so there is no communication or culture gap. I realized outsourcing wasn't just call centers, it was access to college-educated Filipinos to support sales, marketing, operations, customer service, bookkeeping, personal tasks, and more. And in fact, the first woman I hired in the Philippines at 23 is now an award-winning COO of our entire company. It inspired me to launch Outsource Access. One client and YPO member, Ali Jamal, shared their offshore virtual staff Edison automated processes and saved them over 50,000 per year in the first few weeks. It's about finally getting things done and staff focusing on higher value activities. We've grown by over 2,000% in just three and a half years and will double next year. To receive a complimentary outsourcing playbook customized for your industry and to connect with one of our team here at Outsource Access, just visit RedefineScale.com. That's RedefineScale.com or text the word SCALE to 770-954-8440. Two months after hiring my first staff, she sent me a picture of shoes she bought for low-income children because of the opportunity. And now we support thousands of families and the environment with United Nations SDG projects. I'm proud we've grown with impact. To learn more, visit RedefineScale.com. Hello, friends. Laura McKinney here, your co-host for the Real Leaders podcast. I am so happy you're here tuning in today. And as always, you are in for a treat. Got some amazing pearls of wisdom coming your way, so make sure to share and review after you take a listen. Let's do this. In five, four, three, two, one. Welcome back to the Real Leaders Podcast. I am your host, Laura McKinney, here with Shelby Taylor, the founder and CEO of Chicopee, which I have to say must be the most fun thing I've ever said in my life. Chicopee. <laughs> Can you tell us what Chicopee is? Sure. Um, well, it's a it's a food brand, um, and right now we focus on making pasta that's made from chickpeas and lentils. So pasta mm. that's super nutritious, high in protein and fiber. And uh, yeah, so chickpea is our brand name. Okay, pasta or pasta made by just lentils and chickpeas. Did I hear that right? Yes, our, our core line of pasta is made with just chickpeas and lentils. How is that possible? How did you come up with that? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, that's a good question because it's certainly not an easy pasta to make. Um, yeah without, you know, either wheat or binders or fillers or gluten. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, we worked for, we've worked for quite a long time to work with the best pasta manufacturers in Italy to perfect it and make it as clean as possible. Wow. How did you find those manufacturers um, in Italy specifically? <laughs> That's a great question. So we first mm-hmm. started actually, so our company is based um, up in Canada And um, I tried to find manufacturers here, but to make our type of pasta, the, that sort of facility doesn't exist here yet. And um, so we started with a facility in the U S originally, but we could only make certain cuts of pasta and it wasn't as high quality as we wanted it. And we decided, you know, why not make it in the place in the world, you know, that's best known for making the best pasta. So I actually found our manufacturer like originally on some like most random website 
um, and interviewed them. And, and, and now we've, you know, we've developed additional partnerships uh, in Italy, just, you know, just by researching and reaching out and asking questions and running trials and being curious. How often do you get to go over there? Um, Once or twice a year. Okay. Wow. That's awesome. So why was starting Chicopee so important for you to, to start? What was really the driving force behind getting it up and going? Well, I was very passionate about nutrition. Um, so I started like particularly was in about 2015. And at the time I owned a small health food store, which I had bought because of my, my like true passion for nutrition. And I thought, you know, I would have the store, maybe work on a couple ideas, um, you know, interview my customers. My educational background is actually in journalism. So, um, a curious person who's not afraid to ask questions. So I really use the time um, to interview my customers and try to understand, you know, what was missing for them or listen to them, you know, when they were struggling to to mm-hmm. feed themselves and their families healthy meals. Um, so, so that's really where the idea came from. And it was really just to find ways to make it easier for people to eat healthier by providing, you know, a food that was already familiar, like a food that people already love, um, but making it healthier. So it's something that they could feel really good about. Wow. Yeah. No, I mean, I think a lot more people, they want to do that. They want to eat healthier and they just don't know how. So it's it's good that there's there's people like you out there who are really putting in the elbow grease to make it happen because I know it can't be easy um, and starting any business isn't, but this especially, um, I kudos to you for that. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I know uh, Chicopee really does have this uh, mindset too around environmental social impact, um, which mm-hmm. we think at Real Leaders is, I mean, incredibly impressive. Um, can you explain to our audience a little bit the concept of regenerative agriculture? Sure. Um, So do you want me to speak a little bit to like what we do with regenerative agriculture? Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. Sure. So um, we donate 2% of all of our sales to um, community food centers. So so food centers that are based in low income communities and supply not only like food to take home, but, you know, meals to eat, um, lessons on how to to cook food and, and really are just a like revolve around good food and the difference that it can make in your life. Um, So sorry, I'm getting a little ahead of myself because I'm always excited to talk about this, but um, so we, we donate 2% of our sales to them and they use all of the funds to purchase um, produce from a certified regenerative farm. And so every single penny of it goes towards um, buying, well, mostly it is um, regenerative organic lettuce and cucumbers to bring into those low-income communities so that the most nutritious food possible is going to those who really do need it the most. Um, And when you, the purpose of regenerative agriculture is to put nutrients really back into the soil. um, And it's like a step further, a step past organic farming. Um, that pulls carbon out of the air um, because you're not tilling the soil. I mean, I don't know if I'm the best at explaining it, but really um, truly believe that regenerative farming is our 
is our best opportunity to mitigate climate change because of just how much carbon it pulls out of the air and puts back into the soil and the nutrients that go back into the food that we eat. So mm -hmm. it's this mm -hmm. incredible cycle and really simple method of, you know, um, like I said, mitigating climate change, but also creating the most healthy food. Yeah. I mean, it, you've created really like an ecosystem at Chicopee. You know, it's like a full circle full circle motion, um, which I think is really fascinating. And um, when I was researching Chicopee a little bit, I, that term regenerative agriculture popped up and that really was interesting because I don't think that's not something that I think people talk about on a day-to-day -day basis every day, mm -hmm. um, but I think it's definitely the future in a lot of ways. So it's exciting that you're kind of on the frontier of that in your own right. Um, and also I wanted to, to ask you about, you know, accessible nutrition. I know that's something mm -hmm. that, um, is kind of one of your pillars at Chicopee. Um, can you, what does that really mean to you and the Chicopee brand as a whole? You know, I think there's many ways to look at nutrition being accessible. If you first look at it from like the standpoint that we were just talking about in that, you know, people, um, who suffer from food insecurity, um, are often don't have access to the most nutritious foods because in most places, the most nutritious foods are the most expensive foods. Um, so when if you go to food banks, you'll see often, you know, a lot of boxed processed foods um, that are not necessarily high in nutrients or also don't meet like dietary, certain dietary requirements, um, such as vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, you know, even for people who are celiac. But it's really it's really making the most nutritious foods accessible to everyone. So um, when we look at it from that standpoint, that's more of getting, you know, nutrition to the people um, who can't afford the most nutritious foods. Um, but it's also even in our, um, in our pasta, in our regular pasta, it's, which is incredibly nutritious. It's an, an incredible plant-based option that's full of protein, fiber, and all kinds of nutrients. That's a super easy go-to meal for an individual or a family so it's making it easier for people to eat healthy it makes it makes healthy eating more accessible when you're on a tight schedule and you can throw pasta into water and make it right. for your family or more accessible for a mom who's you know going crazy trying to make dinner in 20 minutes and there's so few healthy things that a kid will eat when they almost always eat pasta mm -hmm. so we see it from every like in everything that we do and everything that we create is like, are we making nutrition more accessible, um, you know, to everybody that we're, uh, you know, that we're creating it for? Yeah. Yeah. And on that, that note too, of, you know, it's hard to get kids to, to eat just anything, especially when they're really young. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I, are you a mother yourself? I am. Yes. I have two yes. young, two young kids. And do they like chickpea? Yes, they do. They and it's do. funny, but of course, but of course they won't, uh -huh. they don't like the same shapes Oh, because that would just, okay. that would just be too easy. <laughs> right. That would be too easy. Right. Right. So yeah. is that why you came up with different shapes because of them? <laughs> yeah. No, you know, we wanted definitely to have variety, but my youngest yeah. is all about your long noodles and my oldest okay. is all about the, the short one. So okay. they, hey, they don't make they anything they easy. Like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's good. And, you know, like I I also was reading how you're really you have this mentality and focus around the next generation, creating a better planet for, you know, your children and their children after that. Mm -hmm. um, why is that such a focus for you? 
you know, because I think, you know, as a society or, you know, as the human race, we've, especially over, you know, the past several decades, we've come to really just be so focused on the now and what affects us immediately. And we're not as great about thinking forward and, you know, the choices that we're making now and how it's going to affect our planet and and more important, or not, I shouldn't say more importantly, but also, because that's also going to impact, mm-hmm. you know, all of the future generations, our children and our yeah. children's children and the choices that we all make now um, are going to determine, you know, the kind of lives that the our children and their children are going yeah. to have and what kind of planet um, and environment that they're going to live in. And so as a business, we try to, to think of that when we're making decisions, you know, in terms of like having offering more plant-based protein is just one example because it's, it's obviously much less um, it's much less hard on the environment yeah. um, than you're like, meat-based protein so that's just one example but but also again creating meals that are easier and delicious and that are healthy so that we can form better eating habits um with our children going forward Mm -hmm. as well and just making it so that you don't have to compromise you know taste or time in order to eat healthy yeah i mean as a whole too you know i we have a lot of listeners who um, you know, I want to have that type of, of theme or mentality as well, you know, that future focused, um, wanting to leave a, a further impact than just right now. Um, what would you say as like a general business advice to people who are kind of going and starting their own businesses um, that want to have have that type of mentality? Like what are the key things to kind of start off with and to have at the front of your mind um, when you want to have that future focus? You know, when you want to have more of a positive impact in starting your business, you mean? Yes. I think the the best advice I can offer is that if that matters to you, then it's important to incorporate it right from the start. There's a lot mm-hmm. of people who think if I get to this certain stage or I become profitable, then, yeah. you know, then I'll start to, you know, create sort of a, a charity initiative or make start making an impact then. It's actually much harder to do it once you get to that stage and make those types of changes. If you build it into your business right from the start, mm. um, it's it's so much easier. So, for example, like we became a B Corp as soon as we could, which actually means rewriting our um, our our articles of incorporation. So that we're actually legally bound to serve all of our stakeholders, not just our shareholders. Mm-hmm. And doing that right from the start has made it easier for us to make the decisions that we make in terms of, you know, making a positive impact. We're actually responsible to do that. Mm-hmm. And everyone who joins our company, anyone who invests in our company, they're all very clear on that. That's what the company stands for. And, um, you know, that's what we're bound by. So you get the right partners, the right employees that all right. align um, with the type of impact that you want to make. So I think it's, I I think that's it. it's just, you know, do it right from the start and, and mm-hmm. don't put it off. And then you'll also enjoy building your business that yeah. much more when you know you're making that kind of impact. Right, right. Um, you know, talk about the importance of like those good partnerships or the people on your team to that make Chicopee happen, the people behind the brand. Uh, talk about the importance of building out those those partnerships and those teammates. 
I honestly can't think of anything more important in building a business than the people that you partner with and the, including the people that you hire for your business. Yeah. Um, you know, we have, I think, I think a very good part of why we have such an incredible team and we don't have people who leave the company and we haven't suffered through this, you know, what do they call the great resignation mm -hmm. uh, through COVID at all is because of the values that we stand on um, and how good people feel about working for a company like ours. Um, yeah. When you hire people and you're very clear about your values and what you stand for, people are really excited to join companies when they feel like they're actually going to make a difference or their work is going to be that much more meaningful. Um, so you really get great people and you'll even have I've had so many really talented like top-notch um you know I'm gonna say talent again join the company from much bigger less risky you know yeah. companies so that they could do something different and they could have more meaning in their work um, yeah. and they're still with me today so I think it, it makes, and you know, the talent that you have on your team is, is 100% everything. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to have investors in your company, having those who are aligned to your values will absolutely make all the difference in the world. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. The people are always, it's everything. It is everything. And mm -hmm. when you started out, was it just you or uh, did you have a, any family friends who were kind of on board to help you or did you kind of just, you know, muster this up yourself and, and kind of figure it out and how far <laughs> along or how long was it until you kind of started building out that team? Um, so my mom has been helping me since day one. She Love actually it. took over um, managing my health food store when this idea started to take off and I was like yeah. really invested in Mm -hmm. in growing chickpea so she took that over um and then when it we decided to, to you know really go with this full time mm -hmm. um she's joined the company and she's she's played pretty much every role here and she still works here today wow. so for sure i can't imagine like having not had my mom in those early days i also had a very like I had it, my first baby at the same time um, that I started the company. So like even just also having that additional help. Yeah. And then um, one of the very first hires I made for sure was a bookkeeper um, mm -hmm. because that's not my strong suit at all. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, mm -hmm. so that was a smart decision. And it started just as someone who, you know, took in our receipts on a monthly basis and reported. And, and she is is still with the company today mm -hmm. in an assistant controller role. Um, we have a four person finance team now, but it's mm -hmm. it took us, you know, I probably went from. I was it took a few years to get to seven people at the end of 20. 20 we were at seven people or i want to say okay. 2019 and now mm -hmm. we're at 18 people oh wow so it takes okay. a while to get to yeah. those those first few and then and they all wear many hats in those early days yeah. um yeah. and then as you start to get bigger um you know roles mm -hmm. and responsibilities become bigger right so they take yeah you know, one person right do you think your little ones will will help out or have they started helping out? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, my oldest is is very interested in the business and asked me oh, questions. Okay. He's eight. Um, okay. Asked me questions about it all the time. And I know mm -hmm. he's, you know, he's really proud and, and thinks it's exciting that yeah. 
he thinks it's exciting that I'm the boss every day. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, can't you just do this? You're the boss, uh -huh. mom. <laughs> I don't I... even, sometimes I don't even know if my youngest, my five-year-old really even knows what I do. He's yeah. certainly more like engaged in his own activities. But Yeah, he, he's the taste tester. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. And like you said, you know, you're, you're a certified B Corp. I know you're also a certified woman-owned uh, business congratulations mm -hmm. on that Thank I mean, you. that's awesome you're you know not only a business woman but you're a mother and I'm sure a lot of other things um what would you say to to women um young women older women any age woman who is trying to go into business um do you have any advice specifically for for them honestly I just say just do it because yeah. as women I think we are more likely to talk ourselves out of things um, we will tend to give ourselves many reasons why doing something that we're excited and passionate about are, is selfish. And I've seen this mm -hmm. many times. It's for a lot of women starting a business feels selfish, especially if they're mothers, because, you know, you feel like you're going to take time away from your family or potentially income away from your family, um, that you're perhaps should be playing a more supportive role to your husband, um, or partner or whatever that is. Mm -hmm. I think, I don't want to say we don't tend to believe in ourselves as much. I don't know that that's true, but I do think that sort of like guilt around doing something that we're passionate about um, and what it might take away from others yeah, um, is a real thing. And, but the happiness and power, you know, that comes with, you know, being yeah. your true self and, and living out your dreams is, is just so incredible and um it doesn't matter that you know only a small percentage of women currently get vc funding or anything like mm -hmm. that like it, it, it's mm -hmm. it's because we just have to go for it so that's right. my advice is to go for ah. it they will never be a good time there will never ever be a good time oh that's such good advice it's profound and i i know that's deeply going to resonate with uh, a lot of people because i think that guilt is often very uh silent in, in women and we hold it in and um, so to hear you, somebody like you who's done it, vocalize it, I think that's, it's really powerful. So thank you for sharing that. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, on, on the kind of a different note as well. Um, I am curious, you know, I, I have a million food allergies, right? Like a lot of people these days do. Mm -hmm. Um, and finding something like a product like chickpea, it's not easy to come by one that's like genuinely has good ingredients and I'm not like filling my body with a bunch of, of gunk, you know, that's not going to really sit well down the road or anything. Do you have any um, recipe advice of, or ways you would like to your consumer to kind of spruce up chickpea? What do you pair it with? What works well mm. with it? Um, things like that. Sure. Well, what I love about, you know, just our pasta is it's just as versatile as, as a traditional pasta, right? So yeah. You can have it with any sauce. Um, so outside of like your traditional pasta dishes, which I think everyone is pretty familiar with, yep. what I love is that it's your protein. And a lot of people don't think about it this way either. So mm -hmm. like instead of, you know, cutting up a chicken breast and throwing it on a salad, mm -hmm. you can just throw a handful of cooked noodles on a salad. Like in, yeah. you know, a 20 um, or sort of like a three ounce serving has as much protein as a three ounce mm -hmm. serving of, of chicken or fish. So um, you can throw that in, you can throw it into your soup as a protein, you could throw it into a wrap or, you know, anything mm -hmm. like that, a curry. And speaking yeah. of curry, that's, I think, another hidden 
um, because of that like slight nutty flavor like so chickpeas it goes with curry flavors so oh, incredibly well like it's yeah. absolutely delicious and much more than like you wouldn't normally put like a white pasta into a curry sauce or wow. you know like a masala sauce something like that but it goes yeah. so so well and it's actually one of my favorite ways to have it oh wow okay um is there where can people buy chickpea where can people find it um are there are places where people can even look up these recipes too yeah, absolutely. Um, like yeah. Well, we're sold, um, you know, in stores across uh, the U.S. and Canada, in many, you know, several grocery stores, natural food markets. We also sell online on our website, so chickapea.com and, and also through Amazon. Okay. Um, so if you can't find us in your local market, you can certainly find us online. Mm-hmm. And we put out new recipes all the time. So we have a like a huge recipe section on our website with all kinds of ideas. And then we also... Um, you know, if you sign up for our newsletter, you'll get new ideas pretty much every week. Oh my gosh. What's the website? Chickapea.com. Okay. You guys heard it here. Run to chickapea.com, chickapea.com <laughs> yes, to get those recipes. Um, I'm going to be doing that right after this, this interview. Um, That's great. And um, my, I guess my, my final question and um, is, you know, what is your definition of a real leader? Because you have so many aspects of one, in my opinion, uh, but in your eyes, what is the definition of a real leader? You know, I was thinking about this question and I, I think there's so many answers, but I think it really comes down to, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think of the right way to say this, but you know, yeah. like, basically walking you know walking your talk um yeah it's it's putting action to to the words that you say and and your you know your vision and your dream and it's just actually doing it and inspiring other people to do it too so I think it's one thing to be a leader who can you know Mm. say all kinds of things but to actually follow through on them um and to act on them and to get in there with your team and and do all the things that need to be done. Um, I think for, in my experience with my team, that's, that has been what's made them see me as a real leader is somebody who does what she says she's going to do and, um, you know, like puts her money where her mouth is. Yeah. I think a a lot of people would agree with that. It's really setting that example um, for sure. Um, well, I mean, I know our audience is going to literally actually eat this up um, and they're going to go to the store and, and buy some chickpea, go on the website and also get those recipes. So, uh, Shelby, I can't thank you enough for taking the time to come on today on the Real Leaders podcast. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. It's been great. Of course. And for Real Leaders, I'm Laura McKinney. Remember, friends, keep it real. Hey, Real Leaders, thank you again for taking your valuable time to listen today. If you just can't get enough, make sure to check out our magazine. And if you go online to realleaders.com today, you're going to get the first 30 days for free where you'll be able to access all of our magazines, courses, and live events from some of the top thought leaders around the world. All you have to do is go online to real-leaders.com and click the subscribe button in the top right corner to get your free 30-day trial right now. That's real-leaders.com. Thanks again for tuning in, and as always, keep it real.